2019 seemed to be the year that the UK woke up to the transformative potential of medical tech innovation. The Secretary of State for Health and Social Care in England had launched a vision for digital data and technology in late 2018, and this included a challenge to unleash the huge potential of cutting-edge technologies on preventative, predictive and personalised care. By July 2019, NHSX had emerged with a mission to lead this digital transformation. To begin to articulate the BMA's position on this multifaceted policy area, Chan Nagpal requested an initial brainstorming session with elected representatives and staff. This took place on 10th of October 2019, with two further events on 16th of October and 14th of November, which saw expert panellists representing organisations such as NHSX, the Nuffield Council on Bioethics, Queen Mary University of London and the Ethics Incubator joining the debates. Discussion topics included the ethical, legal and social context for innovation to flourish, training and educating the digital workforce, using tech to improve doctors' working lives and patient outcomes, delivering a digital healthcare infrastructure and broad uptake and adoption of the most beneficial innovations. Following the events, we established an evolving baseline position. The outcomes included working closely with NHSX and other UK bodies responsible for digital innovation, launching a virtual BMA Tech Innovation Reference Group, committing to publish an annual BMA vision for NHSIT, giving each ARM a strong tech focus, ensuring doctors using innovative tech have a platform to share their experiences and an intention to become a World Medical Association level leader in this field. Since that time, negotiations over how to achieve these aims have been ongoing. The current pandemic has accelerated the need to adapt IT systems to modern working practices and highlighted the areas where progress is needed most. Without doubt, this pandemic has caused significant and in some cases lasting changes to the NHS. This is a result of the need to rapidly reorganise delivery around an infectious disease. Nowhere is this more the case than in IT. Changes to the way patients interact with their GPs and the extent to which their medical data is shared between different parts of the health service have taken place in a matter of months. Greater use of this data for research and planning has also allowed UK bodies to advance treatments to COVID-19 at pace. Since March of this year, we have worked with teams at NHS Digital, NHSX, NHS England and NHS Improvement to co-design and support the implementation of a raft of changes to the way the NHS delivers care. Ensuring these changes have the full backing of the doctors who will see them through. We've been instrumental in establishing support for GPs to work remotely and have recently begun lobbying central bodies to provide a similar offer to secondary care. We've provided clinical advice on the implications of data sharing programmes spanning COVID, flu vaccinations and the primary secondary care interface, ensuring the highest standards of protection are upheld and that patient data is sent where it is needed. During the last five months, we've seen some quite staggering changes that would have been inconceivable this time last year. In April 2020, NHS England reported that up to 85% of all consultations in primary care were taking place remotely, and as a result of BMA lobbying, over 10,000 laptops were made available to GP practices to facilitate this. With the oversight of the BMA and the Royal College of GPs Joint GPIT Committee, an expert reference group who consult on key national IT decisions, NHS Digital has licensed a comprehensive set of patient data, drawn from over 95% of practices to support coronavirus research. 
and clinicians in secondary care can now access fuller medical histories for the vast majority of patients in their care without making requests to GPs. Reflecting for a moment on these developments, it's clear that we've inherited a very different landscape to the one we were operating in just six months ago. The challenge now is how we harness and sustain the positive innovation in digital healthcare that has come as a result, and ensure the NHS has a modern IT infrastructure fit for the future. Already, we are negotiating for extensions to some of the interim measures implemented, such as the expanded summary care record and support for remote working, but there are many more changes we'd like to see. The digitisation and interoperability of medical records, empowering doctors to focus their attention on providing care rather than requesting information, and greater power to patients over how they access services through apps, mobile phones and remote consultations. Building on our 2019 report, which focused on making sure the health and care IT infrastructure enables best use of existing mainstream products and services, the BMA's 2020 Tech Vision will be published shortly. This turns its attention to the conditions required to ensure optimal use of data-driven public health insights and clinical decision aids, augmented intelligence, machine learning and genomics. These advances hold the potential to completely transform the planning and delivery of health and care services, but as with any change, they require action. With the spotlight firmly on the NHS, we are well placed as a key stakeholder to push for change and make the case for increased investment in digital transformation. Through its elected representatives and staff, the BMA will consistently strive to influence this policy area for the benefit of the medical profession, the NHS and patients.